that's really all it's for. Is so like one of us is insanely louder than anybody else. Uh, primarily, I'm not an audio engineer. Welcome. We're back. Howdy. Uh, you are listening to the dulcet tones <laughs> of the <laughs> voices of three gamers. Gamers rise up. Am I right, everybody? Oh, no. I'm, I'm a gamer, guys. As the official spokesperson for the gamers of the united states of america i am officially endorsing third party libertarian candidate no no uh (laughs) gamers please sit down welcome it's it's november 1st you're listening to the infinite scale podcast network um two days from now well two two days from date of recording who knows when i get time to edit this and upload it i don't know hopefully tonight um Two days from now, uh, a very important event in the United States of America is taking place. Um, yeah. The election. Mm. Uh, if you're listening to this and you live in the United States of America and you haven't already voted, please do that. Do it. Yeah. Exercise. As a gamer, we love having rights, right? We love controlling mm our own Mm. destiny our own future Mm. have a say in your destiny (laughs) by casting your vote yeah right exactly um and uh i I think it goes without saying (laughs) we all know who you should be voting (laughs) uh third party libertarian candidate yeah go ahead just pretend like this is uh a change of era in Age of Empires when you have to pick your <laughs> yeah. your leader for your for your mm-hmm. empire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is um, <clears throat> this is a Warhammer picking your Warhammer faction leader, Balthazar Gelt. Everybody, yes. please, please pick Balthazar Gelt as your. Now, if there was a political equivalent to Balthazar Gelt in the real canon of the United States of America, like, historically, who, who would it be? <laughs> is this, it like, is, this is choosing your faction uh, like, two-thirds of the way through New Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. We're already two-thirds of the way through our lives as well, so this is when the, oh. the world the world will end Jesus, relatively soon. So. of the way through. <laughs> uh, anyway. That's a optimistic outlook right there yeah um i'm william chandler of course uh joined by sean peterson and uh tyler williams as always mm-hmm. welcome back gentlemen it's good, um, to good to be here i'm i'm glad i'm glad because if it wasn't as i'd always. still make you be here anyway true um true. so we got some stuff to talk about uh i i hear I hear that video games are coming out. Really? Well, <laughs> I thought they were all delayed. Well, yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah. Um, Depends on uh... a video. You know? Okay. Say what you will about the horrific machine that is Ubisoft. Mm. Uh, that that sometimes 
seems as though a monolith of game production dislodging random fucking components from random video games that they've made over the years and combining them into one horrific superstructure. A super game, if you will. Um, in this case, Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion came out. That game seems... That game seems alright. I don't know. Aside from bricking consoles. <laughs> Wait, I didn't hear about that. What is that? Uh, oh, wait, really Xbox, gonna... right? Was it Xbox? Yeah, yeah. I was going to yeah, say, do right. I really have the hot news here? No, yeah, go ahead. I, I, I heard, I didn't read into it, so if you have any more information, please. I really don't, and I might get details wrong, because I heard this from another podcast, but hmm. uh, yeah, apparently some... There are other podcasts? Review... No. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Apparently some review outlets um, have said that they can't complete their reviews because the console they were using was bricked by... Uh, playing Watch Dogs. Not all of them, obviously, but... Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was like a Series X bug, right? Uh, on the on the Xbox... Or not Series X. Uh, God, that's my first time making that mistake, and I guarantee you it will not be the last. Uh, Xbox One X, I believe, is what I heard, was, was the console yeah. of the problem. Um, yeah. But... Yeah. So, like, bricking, like... So... Totally dying... Com- completely unrepairable or so i'm looking at it right now just to see if i got any details wrong but apparently um it's overheating the console because the console will give a notification that needs to shut down and in some cases they didn't turn back on uh yeah Uh, and in other cases i guess it had to cool off for a couple hours but that's insane yeah i mean maybe maybe they should try wrapping it in a towel and yep. uh <laughs> yep. just getting it so hot that the heat sinks mm-hmm. yeah fucking... the, the sensor that detects that, yeah. it's, that it's overheated burns out burns out and then and you then can continue to play just... gears of war one unrestricted <laughs> yeah um yeah that that i i'd heard about that i i'd also heard i have not played watchdogs legion i didn't even play watchdogs 2 i played watchdogs 1 um I don't like yeah. those games. So I like the idea of those games. Yeah. They have a lot of cool I think they have a lot of cool concepts. Um I don't know. I the all the hackable shit seems pretty fun. Yeah. Um like hacking. Yeah. As a gamer oh, yeah. guy, you know? Hacker oh, yeah. man. Hacker man, like being a hacker man. Hacker um, man. Um well I hope you I mean, as we all know, hacking in real life is is just pressing triangle. Yeah, it's just as fun yeah. as in video games. But I don't know. They just didn't do it for me. And apparently this one uh, seems pretty hit or miss depending on the crowd that you're in as well. So huh. I don't know. Um, I don't even know why I brought that up. I don't know why I brought that up in the first place. I felt like I had a segue. But uh, well, I in two weeks. you with terrible news. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, I, I feel like the... Uh, this and then what what do we have assassin's creed comes out in like two weeks or something the viking one valhalla um oh yeah that's why i brought this up the horrific monolith that is ubisoft manages to release all their video games on time i will say which is more than you can say oh oh for cyberpunk 2077 delayed again hmm 
delayed again. I listen as a big fan. Some might say the biggest fan of The Witcher <laughs> wow. Three. Wow! Some. Self self proclaimed <laughs> self proclaimed <laughs> biggest fan of The Witcher Three. I fucking loved The Witcher Three. I even I tolerated The Witcher Two so I could have a save to carry over into The Witcher Three. That's dedication. Um, I'll say yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I uh, I CD Projekt Red seemed like a good a good development studio. Um, contrary to you know. I guess uh, they're a good development studio in terms of making good video games because apparently they are shitty to their people. So I hear as of late, um, no. but uh, people, they, they kind of put out a statement a while back saying that, um, that, you know, they, they were going to, they're in the final stretch of game development. And in order to see this game through, they were going to crunch hundred hour work weeks all the way up until the game came out. And that was uh, what, like a month ago. <laughs> and then uh, now here we are, about two weeks away from its release, uh, or, or intended release, and then they've they've delayed it again. Uh, so, let me I really feel for developers. What is it like? Yeah, December? those poor bastards, man. <laughs> so it was uh, it was November nineteenth, um, and now it is. Uh, Let's see. Do do do. Is it December tenth? Yeah, December tenth. Uh, so I hope that maybe those developers get to not have to work a hundred hours a week, uh, thanklessly toiling away in the video game mines in order to produce a product that will no doubt draw no small amount of ire from everyone because the instant that you make a good video game everybody hates you for some reason <laughs> uh, i just hope all the gamers that have to wait a few extra weeks will survive because yeah i don't know think of the gamers that's what yeah. they that's what why why delay your video think of the gamers guys people there, there are a lot of people I wish on somebody would just consider the feelings of the gamers yeah <laughs> no one ever thinks of the gamers um <laughs> yeah there there were people out on message boards complaining that they'd already like requested paid time requested off and stuff off, for yeah. for uh <laughs> this game which i mean like hey use your time off how you will and i mean theoretically like if the game i, I feel like this was a pretty unexpected move i didn't think they would delay it again so i i gotta say i mean if i was that excited if i was excited enough to request time off which i might be um, you know, I, I would be, uh, I would be a little bit miffed, but you know what? These things happen. Yeah. Normalized life... games. Normalized yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> life is just a constant cascade of misery and disappointment anyway. So what, I mean, who, who can even pretend to be surprised? Um, <laughs> so we're setting a real mood for this. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's just uh, one of those, you know, it's one of those weeks, right? It's one of those weeks. Am I it's right? The pre-election, the we're, pre-election episode. The, mood, the, the full moon last night. The infinite scale mood board for this week that I have hanging uh, over here is just all nihilism. It's like just old war photography, old black and white war photography, and uh, Russian literature. And we're not helping by watching Bly Manor, a show designed to make you sad. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh>. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a good one though. Um 
what else have we got? Uh, so you guys, um, you guys heard of this game, uh, Dark Souls? No, I have. I've heard. I have heard of Mortal Shell though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so from what I understand, uh, Dark Souls is a Mortal Shell clone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Why would somebody do that? Yeah, it's uh basically they like took the mortal shell ideas and just ripped it off. Uh, and they made they added they, they made added three games. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. They made three games after in the in the two months <laughs> since Mortal Shell came out. <laughs> um And you're telling me Cyberpunk's delayed? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Japanese developers, man. They, they fucking know how to crank them out. They're just going. Uh, so Demon Souls. Oh. Um, Demon Souls uh, came before Dark Souls. Uh, in, in the far off year of 2009. Uh, and we've talked about this before. I don't know why I'm leading into this so much. The, the Demon Souls remake that they're doing uh, that is launching the day of the PlayStation 5, which is pretty much the sole reason why... I might go wait in line for one of those consoles is um, uh, they've they've kind of done a tell all about what exactly that remake is going to be, because people were not quite sure if it was going to be literally the exact same game, just new, you know, beautified and, and kind of re reimagined, uh, I guess, um, or, or revisaged because reimagined kind of implies that they would change some things. It seems like they have uh, kept just about everything um, core to that game's being intact. Uh, they did a bit of a, a bit of an interview. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna just crib from this Polygon article here. Um, I watched. Uh, there's also a very good Vati video on the on these on this knowledge, if you are uh, more of a watcher than a reader, um, which we all are. I mean, books, words, <laughs> don't be ridiculous. Um, That's why I listen to podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Um, you guys play Demon Souls? You guys play the original at all? You ever no. get into it? Okay. Fortunately not. Um, Demon Souls and Dark Souls 1... Uh, mechanically are very similar they feel extremely different which i think you could say for every souls game <laughs> like they for whatever reason the movement scheme changes in almost every one of these games like the way movement feels demon souls one almost feels more like dark souls three to me it's kind of loose it's kind of it's kind of loose and fast mm-hmm. um and uh yeah i like them oh yeah buddy loose and fast but not easy Mm-mm. um <laughs> no sir so uh the director of the remake gavin moore uh he is uh, overseeing the project at Sony entertain interactive entertainment worldwide studios which is they should really create a um uh, an easier studio name um basically in this polygon interview he pretty much completely says that we're not we're not going to be like People are speculating they might add content. They're not going to do that. They're not really changing anything substantial about the way the game works. They're even going to keep some bugs in that they feel are like core to core. the interesting, yeah, to like kind of the experience the of experience, playing the game. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Um, 
so I think like the the AI even is the same, which is kind of an interesting thing because mm. that's 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 old, right? Like advancements yeah. in AI yeah. have come a long way since two thousand nine. Um, well, not as maybe long as we wish, but um, yeah. yeah. So it, it's it's kind of interesting, but there is one big change that I think is uh is I'm curious how this is going to affect it. So in Dark Souls all of them starting at one if you roll in that game you um you can roll in eight directions right so the four main cardinal directions plus diagonals Hmm. in demon souls you could only roll in four directions which is up down left or right there was no diagonal there was no diagonal rolling um and they are implementing that diagonal in the game from from the later entries that is like the one change that seems to me the most the most major well actually and there's one more um there uh the healing grass because this was before the estus flask um the healing grass in demon souls uh they're they're making it kind of uh have a have a weight uh in, in your inventory and different grades of it like different strengths um will have will weigh more so like a stronger grass will will weigh more uh, a stronger grass brother roll that shit up smoke it get that oh, health back yeah those um, mids <laughs> <laughs> yeah you start out with mids and then you work your way up to uh alligator ceiling that, that alligator ceiling <laughs> <laughs> i'm reminded of this article of uh, this i think it was a, a hard drive joke article where it was like podcast now just two hours of inside jokes yeah um, honestly because nobody else listening to this and even sean i think probably doesn't know about the time that we named a fake strain of weed alligator ceiling <laughs> yeah yeah i was just gonna go with it just to not uh, make it re- awkward for you guys oh yeah for I sure appreciate that <laughs> That's um, what i appreciate about you sean but yeah i i think i think um the biggest disappointment is uh demon souls there it's pretty well known at this point that there was uh an entire area of that game that was cut out um before its release uh basically they just didn't have the time or the budget to complete it for whatever reason uh it's never really been acknowledged that thoroughly by by from software um and blue point games who's in charge of the remake uh says that they didn't feel like it was it was right for them to restore content that wasn't in the final version of the game like it like it wouldn't be it wouldn't be from's vision if they if they kind of created that area that was sort of intended and half or not even half finished you know um wow so i think that's what a lot of people were looking forward to uh is the idea that maybe they would add to it um uh but but it does not seem like that is the case at least that's what they're saying it could be they could be bamboozling us but no, I think it's weird to me. Cool. Yeah, I agree. Uh, cut content is cut for a reason. Yeah, in general. Yeah. I think I think it's. I, I can appreciate <laughs> that they're like sticking to the original creator's vision and and not taking matters into their own, changing the game too too much. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when people think of cut content, the the way they think of it is like, oh, more stuff from this universe that I could enjoy. But in general, you have to sometimes think that like there's a reason that it's not there it might have been you know the creators might have thought it was bad or 
there's so yeah, many like things. So, or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it won't yeah. necessarily be a good thing if it was in there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I agree, and I think that at the end of the day, I mean, it's interesting because like you always have the original to go to play theoretically. I mean, in this case. Demon Souls has never been playable on a platform outside of the PS3. So unless you have a PS3 hooked up just to play Demon Souls, like I do, you can literally see it right there. Um, <laughs> then uh, you can't play it, right? So I think the interesting thing is the truer they stay to the original vision and the original game, the more of a replacement for the original that this is, um, which in some ways, like, is that necessary? Is this te- is this part of game preservation? Like, where does this fall on the spectrum? Like, theoretically, I mean, what they could have done is just made like ported the PS3 game to the new platforms and just made it playable, right? They didn't have to do a full ground like from the ground up remake. What what does pouring all of that money into it serve? Unless they feel like it's, uh, um, well, I don't know. Do they? Is that like? Like, what, what is the onus there, I guess? Because, like, if this is just we wanted to sell this game again and make money, there was an easier way to do that, right? Um, so yeah. it, it's kind of interesting that remakes like this exist, period. Uh, I think in the case of, you know, this game is going to run better than the original. It hopefully will be at a more stable frame rate, and it's going to look a lot denser. Uh, the art direction is similar i would say but kind of different um like a lot of the areas uh they're showing are so much more detailed and like fleshed out than what the original was so it's kind of interesting because i don't know like the argument of like oh i'm glad they're preserving the original game's vision is a little bit weird when they've already sort of rewrapped it up in this whole new aesthetic i guess um but i think mechanically certainly uh I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I, I hope it's cool. Um, I felt the same way about the Ratchet and Clank remake when that was coming out. Like, I was really interested in that because that game meant a lot to me as a kid. And then it came out, and it turns out that you sometimes you can't see you like from a trailer or whatever. You can't see the ways in which the game feels different or is changed. Right? Yeah. Like the trailer for the Ratchet and Clank remake made it seem like that game was going to be incredible. Uh, and it looked like a very faithful recreation. Like they showed a lot of the same planets and blah, blah, blah. Then you realize that like they cut out parts of the game for some reason and the lines are different and the characters are different and they changed the story like in a slight way that doesn't really make as much sense. Like it was just so many weird decisions were made and I'm hoping that this is this Demon Souls remake is not that. Uh, but are you guys going to play it? Absolutely. I would have played Demon Souls already if it was easier to get my hands on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just getting started into the whole Souls genre. Um, I, it it never really interests me until interested me until recently, Um, and so I kind of, in an, for some odd reason, decided to start with Mortal Shell. Great. Uh, a, a the game that is Souls not game. yeah that is not a souls game uh, at yeah. all for some reason uh but mainly just because like i do want to i i feel i feel weird starting with like three or two or something like that that's and what skipping, i did and skipping like uh, a whole game or two and so uh and just getting into <laughs> my biggest reason why i haven't done it honestly is because the original dark souls i have like 
I have the what is it the the definitive edition or something like that, but the Prepare remastered edition. Yeah, I can't remember which one. It, it's like there's like the there's like the the full collection, like the full edition, and then there's the remaster, and apparently the remaster is the one that you need to play it. Yeah. like today it's the one essentially. You want. Yeah, the one you want. Otherwise, you have to like have like a bunch the, of weird like yeah. bug fixes and shit like that. That was why um, Sean Sean just played Dark Souls one for the first time last year, and. I I remember he had played it right when that remaster came out. And I was like, I remember back in my day, you had to download nine fan-made patches just to get the yeah. game to fucking work. And just sometimes... Just Town playable. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. you'd slide down a ladder and the whole thing would crash. Like, it was, it was just like... <laughs> I was like, like an like old man. my grandfather. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm yes. I'm happy I did that. You, you do need, you do need the, the, the remastered edition to even yeah. have a little bit of a good time with that. Game. And so it just, it just fucking sucks because I already own the other edition and I just don't, I just can't justify buying. Yeah, well, you bought remaster. the other edition 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't even remember buying it. I, like, I like, it's been I, so long that I, you were living in, I'll tell you what it was. You I were was living probably, in my house. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember, I remember walking in and you were like, how the fuck do you do this? Like, you're like, hey. just walking around. <laughs> so on Steam, I might be wrong about this, but it gives you a discount if you already own the original, right? Yeah, it does. yeah it does I don't think it's, I don't think it was a, I think it's like $20 discount. if you, yeah, yeah I paid full price. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, Dark Souls 1 is an incredible game that I think everybody should play. Here's what I will say. I and starting with Mortal Shell is totally valid because you're getting the bad shit out of the way first. Like I don't think I don't think Mortal Shell is a bad game and I and I will happily play it and and maybe I'll enjoy it, but like no so far no similar Souls game like Lords of the Fallen or The Surge or any of those games that attempt to take those Souls mechanics and adapt them into another another studio like like other companies basically borrowing those mechanics and ideas um those games have ideas of their own like mortal shell has the get hard shit <laughs> where you yeah. get hard and then your raging hardness deflects attacks um you I know like stuff it. like that i like i like that um that's a unique thing and that is really cool um yeah. but but the way the things that they don't get right are the things that they've stolen you know what i mean like yeah like the ideas that are cribbed don't feel as good in a lot of those games i think theoretically if you played those games and then played souls games you would still get to enjoy those games and then you get the main course which is like yeah you know like like hey i enjoyed mortal shell i understand i'm grappling with the the way these games work and like how the combat is oh now i'm playing dark souls i now am armed with more knowledge getting into dark souls because i've already played games that are similar i also oh i see the ways in which that this is a better thing yeah i think um so i don't think you'd lose anything by not by like playing that or starting with dark souls 3 hell dark souls 3 i think it mechanically is well i mean unless bloodborne people people have preferences between bloodborne and dark souls 3 Ooh. but yeah, Dark Bloodborne 3, actually interests me more. I feel like that that is yeah. something that I really want to get to. Yeah, you should. I I think um Bloodborne Bloodborne is both my most and least favorite of the Souls games all at the same time. And it's <laughs> and just the ways in which that happens is something that you really only understand once you've like played all of them. Like pick one that you like. Like if you're interested in Bloodborne, that's exactly what Sean did. Sean played Dark Souls 3 first, didn't like it 
was like, eh, played Bloodborne because it was like his aesthetics and then yeah. enjoyed it. <laughs> And and then that he he yeah right like drinking weird blood like drinking period blood is Sean's whole Sean's whole <laughs> yeah I was like um, I was like trying to think of um, okay everything's uh, dark what else <laughs> everything's gothic uh, <laughs> yeah um, but he he played through Bloodborne and enjoyed it and then went back and played Dark Souls one and is now going through all of them. So really all it takes is for you to find one that you actually like and one that you're interested in to get you through. Once you finish one of them, you you will enjoy all the others. Like they're they're all in they they will scratch that itch. It's like it's like uncovering a new fetish or something. It's like oh you you're like you're like wow, I didn't know I liked that and I would have been scared of it before, but boy. Well, yeah, here, Tyler was here showing we are. me. He was showing me like this sort of set piece NPC <laughs> And mortal shell, oh, and yeah. um, and if you like stuff like that, like you'll you'll have a good time with Dark Souls. It was like some weird. Was it like a bird or something with like yeah. a skeleton chain or something? Oh, cool. It's like a it's like a it's this bird that has this like full like in fully enclosed uh like metal like helmet that's like locking it yeah. in place, and it has mm. all these chains like chaining it down. Yeah. Uh, so the whole set PC like NPC thing <laughs> is really big, especially in Bloodborne. I mean, in all of them, but like you'll. You'll find weird shit like that throughout all those games. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, just the the act of turning a corner and being like, "What the fuck am I going to see this time?" Is like yeah, you know, half of the reason to keep playing those things. Uh, yeah, seeing like getting grabbed by Amygdala for the first time and and yeah. Bloodborne. Yeah, just yeah. random shit. Um, yeah, and I mean, like honestly, if you started, I, who knows how this is going to play out? But ideally. The PlayStation Five will come with it some amount of Bloodborne improvements. Um, yeah, I, I, that, I go ahead. Uh, Bloodborne is that? It's only it's a PS uh, PlayStation exclusive, right? That's the it's that is the only platform to play it on. For yeah, now. correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to play Bloodborne, you have to play it poorly in a in a mess. It's the only way. It's which is basically the same thing that happened to Demon Souls. Um, it was trapped in like a in like a messy console exclusive situation where they never ported it to another platform, but they also never like they never like upgraded it or remastered it or whatever. Like Bloodborne was a uh, it wasn't a PS. It was like 2014 or something. So it was like maybe eight months or some or so after the PS4 originally came out, and the PS4 Pro wasn't even a thing. So it was like an original PS4 game, and it ran like doo-doo and continues yeah. to run like doo-doo to this day um not it's a 30 fps lock so not so much tied to frame rate it's just it just the the way that game is rendered it makes it a stuttery mess in ways that i can't even i mean i'm not a fucking engineer so i don't you know but um yeah it's hopefully playing bloodborne in 2021 will be a better experience because of a ps5 patch yeah that's interesting i didn't i didn't realize that it had run so poorly yeah i mean it, it's from software <laughs> i i think sekiro and dark souls 3 were the first games that they released on consoles that actually ran well hmm. um and uh it's interesting they've always on consoles targeted 30 fps which to me is a problem because those yeah. games require a level of finesse and precision that i think 
is hampered by a 30 FPS lock. Um, even more damning is that in the case of Dark Souls 1 and Demon Souls, and in some cases Bloodborne and Dark Souls 2, those games dipped below 30 FPS in certain areas or depending on what was happening on screen. Um, so I think uh, it, they didn't really become <laughs> technologically savvy until around the Dark Souls 3 Sekiro releases, which were like, okay, these these games run well on every platform. They look good on every platform. Dark Souls 3 was the first time a PC version of their, a PC game of theirs came out that wasn't like kind of fucked. Um, Dark Souls 2 on release was a little bit fucked up. Like it ran, it worked, which is more than you could say for Dark Souls 1 on PC. But but it, it was just awkward and weird. And there was something off about like the, gra- there were like no graphic settings and like all this stuff. Hmm. And then instead of fixing it completely, they released Scholar of the First Sin which included like patches and improvements to Dark Souls 2, but also changed the entire game what in ways that I don't like. Anyway, that's, this was, a... was the first sin the, the game, the initial release? The first sin, the yeah, the first sin was the video game of Dark Souls 2. Um, I think what we can learn from these patterns is that when Bloodborne comes out and it's 60 FPS, it's going to be a remake. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it seems that that is the way. But what's funny is that FromSoft has nothing to do with this remake you know i mean they gave them probably their blessing and maybe some maybe fighted advice and whatever but it doesn't really seem like from software is interested in patching or updating their games to suit more modern consoles or hardware or whatever like it just seems like they just release something and then they move on to the next thing which keeps their releases at like a solid cadence like you can expect a from software game every two years right um but it does mean that like at the moment you know it doesn't really seem like bloodborne's ever going to be playable off of a playstation console and that experience on the console is less than stellar right um so i don't know but so in three years when the playstation 5 pro comes out (laughs) uh there will be a a bloodborne hd 4k remaster made by blue point <laughs> no um but yeah uh that's probably enough about that um what else did i say we we're gonna do? oh yeah uh maybe we'll just talk about this really quick you guys see that amd shit <laughs> no actually i i missed it i i, I caught like <laughs> so, uh somebody in the discord was like uh holy shit like 30 what is it 30 80 com- comparable cards for yeah, yeah, like that was me. Fucking like six hundred dollars or something ridiculous. Yeah, so um, so AMD really announced uh, their the specs and pricing for their six thousand series uh, cards, um, and the main thing to note is that um, this kind of is a bit of a a bit of a surprise because in the past few generations, AMD has been a solid mid-range option, but hasn't really competed with NVIDIA on the high end. Um, And that's now changing. Um, Basically, AMD is, is doing what they did when Radeon came, or when, uh, when Ryzen came out. You remember when Ryzen was coming out, the big thing with Ryzen was that they were basically giving similar performance to Intel processors, but, at a like in some cases as much yeah. as like 
four to five hundred dollars cheaper right yeah yeah um and that is basically that has been such a massive success for them that they i mean as a company amd has has ballooned in recent years because of the success of ryzen processors and and basically providing stiff competition to intel um and they're pretty much doing the exact same thing here with with the uh radeon uh, 6 the, the rx 6000 series um calling it big navi it's the architecture big, big navi, navi. <laughs> Um, I love putting the word big before literally big, any word. Big, it just yeah, makes anything great. funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it... Basically, so you can go to their website, and I did this a little bit earlier, and they have, like, benchmarks set up, and they seem completely, like, you know, you're used to the idea that companies will fudge numbers um, for things yeah. in order to make them seem, you know, more appealing, obviously, right? And... The, the benchmark charts provide such a refreshing level of transparency in terms of numbers. Like, sometimes they don't perform nearly as well as the NVIDIA card. Sometimes they perform better. You know, sometimes they're about the same. But it's interesting to see that level of transparency because it pretty much means that they're, they're it seems like they're being more honest with their, with their numbers across the board. Um, but, uh, yeah, so during this event, they announced three cards, um, so they have the uh, the RX sixty eight hundred, which is basically like the equivalent to a thirty seventy, um, okay. and that puts it at a, at around a mid range. Um, the sixty eight hundred XT, which is like their thirty eighty equivalent, um, and the uh, sixty nine hundred XT, uh, which is their thirty ninety equivalent. I I think. The main thing that's that's interesting about like the sixty eight hundred is a good value and it's a good mid range card and and it's a good alternative to a thirty seventy. Um, I'm more interested in the other two, the the two XTs, because um, they represent, I think, something a little bit more interesting, which is that like, uh, first of all, the sixty eight hundred XT is six hundred and fifty dollars. Um, that places it at fifty dollars cheaper than the thirty eighty. Um, but it has uh, comparable performance, uh, you know, within, you know, five-ish percent of each other in, in a lot of cases that they're showing uh, at 4K and 1440p, which seems to be the main resolutions that they're targeting with their benchmarks. Um, the main thing is that it actually has a lot more VRAM than the 3080, kind of placing it in this interesting position where as we go into the new console generation, oh yeah, don't forget this is based on the same architecture that they're using in the new consoles. Both of the new consoles are RDNA 2 um, AMD powered. So mm -hmm. the new consoles use utilize AMD rendering for graphics as well as their CPU. And that, that conjunction, the, those two things working in tandem is a large part of where the benefit and the uplift is coming in the console performance is like they've basically crafted this pipeline uh, along with um Microsoft Microsoft's the only one who are talking about it but basically like they're talking about this this basically this very very fine-tuned pipeline of everything working in tandem that allows for the super fast loading times that allows for you know like better ram access timings and stuff like that like just like um you know so this is based this architecture is based on the same stuff that they're using on the consoles it's it's going to be similar right 
Um, so it's worth noting that having, if you had a Ryzen processor and a, and one of these graphics cards going into 2021, 22, you might see some of the same benefits that the consoles get um, in terms of that, that pipeline, uh, which is interesting. Um, they, they only sort of allude to that stuff because this is not, this is like just the announcement. They're not really getting super technical. Um, and a lot of it is very buzzwordy, but like the, the ways in which this basically sticks it to NVIDIA cannot be overstated. Like this is, this is being like, Hey, we're, we're in the game now, motherfuckers. Like you got to pay attention to us. You can't just do whatever you want. Our most expensive card, which performs comparably to your most expensive card, is like five hundred dollars cheaper. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, that's a big deal. The sixty nine hundred XT is a thousand dollar card. I paid a thousand dollars for my twenty eighty Ti two and a half years ago, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that card is now getting trounced by even the the you know six hundred dollar card that they have on display here. So, um tech seems to be moving a little bit faster when it comes to when it comes to graphical power uh certainly but yeah i'm I'm curious if they're gonna have uh some sort of amd equivalent to to ray tracing like they have like they the do. free the free sync to g-sync do mm-hmm. they have like a yeah they talk about that a, a um, tracing or... big big tracing big yeah, tracing. <laughs> you know what's interesting they don't they don't have like a slick marketing name for it um they basically uh, just call it hardware assisted ray tracing um, which is the same thing as RTX there, you know, RTX, they talk about their tensor cores, which are like a separate part of the PCB that allows for hardware based ray traced rendering, um, as opposed to software. Uh, and yeah, yeah. AMD has the same thing in these cards. Um, now I, I think the thing that's interesting is the RTX, RTX, like, like ray tracing as a thing obviously is, is everyone has it right it's it's a non it's nonpartisan. it's it exists right the the pipeline that is used to to generate those effects can be proprietary so in the case of nvidia they have their rtx stuff or whatever their 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 version of ray tracing is a proprietary software a proprietary you know rendering pipeline so basically like if a game uses this is this is going to start getting really weird, and it's going to depend on if anybody uses these over the Microsoft one that's built into DirectX 12. If somebody uses NVIDIA's specific software uh, to interact with ray tracing, it will not work on AMD cards, just like how FreeSync and G-Sync don't, finger quotes, work together. AMD made FreeSync open source, which means pretty much any... any uh, any monitor that supports G-Sync should also support FreeSync. Right. Um, but obviously NVIDIA has not been so kind. So, um, you know, they're keeping lock and key under most of their technologies. I can assume that this will go the same way, which is that like, you know, NVIDIA has has a vested interest in convincing companies to use their specific version of ray tracing. Um, and they will probably utilize that, right? Like, Like, that is... I don't know. We'll we'll see. Basically, like if you're making, I don't know, fucking Tomb Raider nine or whatever we're on now, and you and you need an easy middleware to allow your ray traced rendering lighting effects to be done to be made easier, you're gonna go with who 
pitches you best, right? Like the partnership or, or where you see the most benefit or, or whatever. So, um, this could get really weird because I don't think there's been a, a recent, a recent technology that works this, this way for, for us. Like, um, uh, I was listening to Brad and Will made a tech pod a few weeks back and they talked about the early days of graphics rendering, the early days of graphics cards, um, back when your CPU rendered all of your graphics and your GPU was just basically a, a, an assisted to that. Like it, it didn't, It like nowadays almost all the graphics rendering is offloaded onto the GPU, right? Which in a lot yeah. of cases is specifically designed to do that stuff. Back then they were working in tandem and, and so it still meant you needed a really good CPU. And they talked about how like some graphics cards were like, yeah, we have on this graphics card, if you run Quake 2, you get shadows, and if you buy this other card, you don't get shadows. Like, shit like that, which is, like, something that doesn't happen anymore. Like, everyone yeah. has the same shit. Like, pretty much everything runs the same. I mean, yeah, whatever. Like, NVIDIA had hair works where the hair moved. Whoa. But, like, nobody cared. Nobody used it, and it wasn't a big deal, right? Like, hair still moves regardless. It's not like you, if you buy... If you don't have hair works, you, your characters just are bald. Like, that's not... So, I mean, it's, it's, it's weird to be transitioning into this potential period where the graphics card that you determine that you buy might determine pretty drastically how your shit looks. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think because like you mentioned, the, the next generation of consoles are on the AMD platform. I think it'll be pretty, yeah, it, it, I think it's going to be a pretty fair split. Like, although yeah. NVIDIA has like a, their their fair share of the of the gaming community. I mean, if if AMD's running consoles, then I, I don't think games are going to exclusively uh you know run ray tracing for NVIDIA and not mm-hmm. for AMD. Um, yeah. It's I, worth I, mentioning I think... that the PS4 and the Xbox One were also AMD platforms. So um AMD but, has yeah. been the go to for consoles for a while. Yeah. Um with the exception of the Switch, which I think runs uh, Tegra, uh, which is NVIDIA. Oh, interesting. Uh, is that right? I used to know this. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah, so um, did you guys buy an AMD card next time you're buying a graphics card? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I have... Go ahead. No, I, I, I just, I was just gonna say, I, I have, like, I feel like I have brand loyalty to NVIDIA now, like, they've they've run they've done well by me and although they are more expensive it's same with intel like it's just it's been what i've always used and i mean i don't know if 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 the amd cards get like really fucking hyped up and uh they're you know the the data the data is showing showing that it's it's uh it's comparable enough then mm-hmm. then yeah sure why wouldn't i save the money but i mean until that well, it's you'll like know hard facts. You'll know in about two weeks. They come out shortly after the consoles. I think they come out on the 18th. Yeah. Well, um, plus that that, and I just bought this 2080, so I'm I'm not in the in the market for oh yeah, that's card right. for right. for, for a that. while anyway. So yeah. I'm I'm yeah. content. I I don't need the next the next generation cards for a bit yet. Yeah. I use I use my 970 for like fucking ever. Yeah. For yeah. a really long time. So I I hope this one will last me. Yeah, you'll be good for a while. You'll be good for a while. We'll see. 
uh what were you gonna say sean sean you're running a ryzen cpu i believe yeah i think um i i am in the market to get a new card i think but for me what do you say like the difference in price between those two cards you gave as as an example is like 50 dollars, right yeah see that's not enough of a savings for me for the amount of time that i would have that product I, i would probably be more leaning on the performance side of things like if the amd cards where if there was some sort of like superior thing with them, I would get one of those. But for the savings, I would just get like um, an NVIDIA card, like the better alternative. I don't know what I'm yeah. going to get, but um, well, I you keep a graphics card for so long that like that's just not justifiable to me. Oh, yeah. But I think the the idea is that it's $50 cheaper and it and theoretically they perform the same. Right. Mm-hmm. So there, there's an automatic. Yeah. I mean, who cares about $50 if you're buying a $600 thing or 650 thing, whatever, 700 suddenly doesn't seem like that much of a difference. But I think the main consideration is that it has considerably more video RAM and that mm-hmm. might going into the next generation of games uh, running on new platforms, that might be the difference between rendering something better right um sure we don't know yet we that's the thing so they perform similarly now the idea is how are these cards going to age you also i i think it's worth considering that nvidia there was a a a leak that they had plans to release a version of 3080 with more vram Mm, um and who knows if that'll be priced the same or or priced higher or whatever but i mean in terms of just raw silicon you are getting more money for your you're you're getting more for your money by buying the amd card at the moment um in theory i mean these things haven't even been out in a while yet they don't come out for two weeks we probably won't see reviews for like a week and a half so it's going to really depend on that stuff Mm -hmm. um but I mean, it's 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 just like Ryzen. It is an undisputable fact that you are getting way more for your money by buying this card. Uh, well, way more, finger quotes, uh, with the potential to see even further improvements. Now, the caveat there is that NVIDIA has always had better driver support. They are a massively larger company than AMD, and they are capable of of basically releasing a driver for almost every major game release, which AMD doesn't have a habit of doing or didn't in years past i haven't kept up with it right um you'll have to do some research i think um i I don't particularly have brand loyalty but i i feel like depending on what information is available to me that'll kind of inform what i get yeah i i I am a big person for like convenience and and i also i feel like that whole driver thing i i use that pretty regularly um i try to keep those updated so that's definitely a plus two so we'll see i don't know yeah there's also the fact that if you wanted to buy a 3080 right now you can't mm. you just cannot yeah. do it yeah that's i as somebody who somewhat sometimes tries i actually had a notification pop on my shit today going new egg telling me that they had 3080s in stock literally the minute it popped up i clicked on it and they were sold out <laughs> do you think that this is like a because uh, i feel like it's not like a bitcoin thing anymore it's mm-hmm. it's just that everybody's like at home right so like computer hardware is just because it's hard to get like webcams now too, right? Do you think computer hardware in general is just kind of expensive and hard to get at the moment? Um, I, I mean, webcams are different because that is a piece of technology that everyone can use, right? Um, yeah. if, if you're a teleconferencing soccer mom who wants to keep up with her friends in the other state or whatever, or you're a, a fucking you are an investment banker and you didn't have a, you weren't working from home before. And now you have a, 
a webcam or now you have to work from home, you need a webcam, right? You got to buy one or whatever. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's really just, this is more symptomatic of the fact that people play more video games now. Um, yeah, I, I should have put it more in that, that context, like more on the side of like people playing video games in general. Anybody who has the potential to buy this stuff is more likely yeah. to be buying it right now because they're, you know, spending more time at home, maybe. We don't have numbers of how many were made. So like, um, it's it's tough to say where these are going and who who is the market right like like the you would assume it's people like us who play a lot of video games but i mean there's also people who need workstation cards people like the 3090 is supposedly a better a better um graphics rendering like like if you're a 3d artist or something like that like the 3090 is is the choice du jour of perhaps like video uh like after effects editing or or 3d graphics rendering like things like that like the, those people also need these cards like uh and and so how you know where the split of the pie is it's hard to say but i i do think in general um with people being at home it's the same reason the ps5s are sold out and xbox series x's are sold out it's that everyone's at home and they got to have shit to do yeah. um and so it, it just kind of at the moment technology is so integrated into what you do on a daily basis everybody's thinking about it you know People aren't, uh, it, I mean, walk outside in Chicago. Every time you see somebody on the street, they're wearing, like workout clothes because they're leaving their house for three minutes at a time. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. nobody's dressed. Like I haven't seen a guy in cl- uh, regular clothes in months. Like I, <laughs> like everybody's just wearing their Lululemon fucking pants and whatever. Uh, it's weird. It's strange. But I mean, I, and I get it. Like people, your life is fundamentally different now, right? Like you are not spending as much time outside of your outside of your dwelling, um, if you're lucky, anyway, right? Uh, this is just going to be the end of professional clothing. Oh yeah, this is the final blow. It was already it was already happening, but this is this is the the thing. Um, yeah, we'll see. I I uh, I have two G monitors, uh, so I. I me buying an AMD card feels like a tacit admission that I wasted that extra money. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but also I've had these monitors for, I mean, this Dell monitor that I'm looking at right now is almost six years old and my, my ultra wide is almost four years old. So it's, I mean, shit is getting, shit's getting wild. Um, for sure. Like I'm shocked that these have stayed relevant as long as they've, they have, but, um, so maybe it's time. Maybe it's time for a sea change. Maybe I'm an AMD guy going forward. Give me a bunch of free sync shit. AMD shirt. Hat. <laughs> AMD ads on your podcast. AMD ads on my yes. podcast. Speaking of now, now here's a message from our sponsor. Um, Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> yeah, big right. Navi. Yeah, big Navi. Don't you hate it when you're trying to render? Uh, you're you're loading into your favorite video game, and this happens. Oh man, there's got to be a better way. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> 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 Buy AMD today. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's that. I don't think I have any other news. Anybody have anything? Anybody have anything happening? Oh yeah, man. What you got? What's happening? Got that. World of Warcraft. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, can't forget it. Can't forget it. <laughs> Shadowlands officially raid Shadowlands. Raid Shadowlands officially 
being released until they postpone it again uh november 23rd yeah that's right speaking of delays that got mm-hmm. delayed pretty big right it was yeah that's keep... that's yeah it's supposed to be out already like it's supposed to be out weeks ago yeah uh yeah last week or or week before yeah okay um it, yeah it was supposed to be out um so we're still pre-patching mm-hmm. still hanging out in the pre-patch vibing mm-hmm. um all things considered, though, it's a pretty good pre-patch. Uh, I, I, we, we played, we played a little bit of it, uh, just a minute doing the uh, the chromy, trying to select your your timeline that you want to go yeah, through. That was a bit of a hassle. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Um, but the <laughs> the cool thing now is you you play uh, fifty is currently the cap. With the next expansion, 60 is going to be the cap. And yeah, they select... switched all the levels. It was 120 before, right? Yep, yep. Now it's down to <laughs> down to 50. Um, if you are uh, a first-time player, they put you through a like an introductory that'll get you through level 1 to 10, and then from there you select whatever campaign most interests you, and you play 10 to 50 in that one uh, in that one expansion, mm-hmm. which is pretty neat. A pretty cool way to do it. I'm yeah. glad that. And it, and it it really that. makes you want to make multiple characters like yeah oh, oh yeah like oh I'm gonna do like I I really want to do um uh the Lich King which is the last oh, yeah. major expansion that I really got into uh, years and years ago so so you're saying now is there there's never been a better time to be a new World of Warcraft player that's yeah, yeah pretty much I, true I would yeah. actually yeah say that that it's the least confusing it's ever been which is. Yes a low fucking bar don't get me wrong it's still it's still pretty overwhelming but it's the least confusing it's ever been no idea yeah you'll have no idea what's going on you'll have zero investment in any of the characters Uh, (laughs) yeah but you'll get to see some cool stuff yeah maybe kind of um the nice thing too is they have you can play any of the dungeons from any of the campaigns at any level (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so like when you queue for Dungeon Finder, you literally queue for all like thousands all, of dungeons. every possible every that's possible crazy. dungeon, which is pretty wild. Yeah. Um I think you can well, I I think you select like your uh expansion initially and then after like a minute or two, it's like, "Hey, you've been in the queue for a while. Would you like to expand to all of the dungeons?" And if you click yes, then it's just like, "Boom, here you go." That's badass. Hmm. Opens it up. So, yeah, it's nice because that for a while, if you were like a DPS trying to queue for a dungeon, you had like yeah. a fucking fifteen minute wait time, yeah. and it was just such a pain. And it's kind of like how Final Fantasy does it. Like you can queue for anything all at once, and you play any dungeon, and it automatically just scales your level to to match. Um, yeah, but that's a bad game. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like uh, I I know I know. There's probably gonna be like a lot of people that are like. They, that, uh, that would maybe staunchly disagree but i did not care for that game anyway it's kind of wild just how much that game seems to have influenced later world of warcraft decisions like I, the yeah. existence of final fantasy 14 seems to have actually because like prior to that wow even if whether they were losing or gaining subscribers or whatever just seemed to not blizzard was just like i don't know we're just doing our thing and, yeah. and it kind of seemed like final fantasy was the first mmo to really oh, this is actually, we have a competitor. I mean, they'll yeah. never have as many subscribers as World of Warcraft. It's physically impossible, but but it's like, I know a lot of people personally, and myself included, switched from WoW to Final Fantasy for some amount of time because 
that game was doing things that were at least interesting for an MMO. Um, and then WoW seems to have taken a lot of those good ideas and done them less well, in my opinion. <laughs> but yeah, wow. um, I, I think I think the core mechanics of World of Warcraft being as smooth as they are is what keeps that game in business. Like like playing World of Warcraft is a is has always been a very it you know it's like ah yeah like it you just kind of get into a groove and final fantasy 14 was very much not that you have to wrestle with that game in some cases um but and i and i understand why people don't like it but those people are wrong (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. yeah i i don't know i the one thing that this uh pre patch has done that's really cool is it's opened up a lot of the uh a lot of the content that like has just been kind of neglected uh for a long time like there's you know there was there was never a reason to go back to like pandaria if if you once you've like passed that point like why the fuck go back until they did the old god nazas stuff there whatever Um, yeah but like you know now everything is viable again everything is open like Mm -hmm. you can kind of move and and go to different points and that's uh, one of the cool things that I, I don't think we had mentioned before. So if at whatever point you'd get tired of running a certain expansion's content, you can just go back to Chrome and be like, hey, I want to change to this one now. And you start uh, fresh in that yeah. one again, which is cool. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. It's, I think it's a really smart way for them to... Um, it's a smart way for them to onboard people and to keep people engaged it it basically i mean effectively you just increase the amount of content in that game by a factor of 10 right like yeah you can, you absolutely can do everything now uh yeah. in a way that was not easy or immediately obvious before and um yeah. I, I think that's like super cool and i think there's story problems with how like i mean this game's who even knows what's happening in World of Warcraft anymore? Yeah. And if you say that you do, I will make you explain it all to me right now. And it'll take fucking hours. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's just, it's, there's no, I've lost the thread so yeah. many years ago that there was no chance of me ever picking it back up again. Like, but this kind of arguably makes that problem worse which is that like you're playing everything out of order now and you have no yeah. idea at what point like where are where am i what's that's happening like uh so i like if you were coming to this fresh you'd be like all right i'm i'm i've got my i'm on the new island level one to ten wait what's what's happening here oh okay i'm going somewhere else now i'm in pandaria you know now i'm in yeah. Northrend. what's happening here wait well, who, who's so- this guy yeah the the new the new players all new players have to go through the latest expansion. So you go one to ten on the island, and oh, then really? you don't. Yeah, you don't get the option. You have to play ten to fifty on the newest expansion, oh. and then on your next playthrough on New Game Plus, you can do oh. any content you want. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. So you have to play through so, BFA, which is the yeah, worst you, expansion, arguably. Well, yeah. I yeah I not a huge fan of BFA um, personally either, but it wasn't awful. It wasn't just made me want to go to sleep. Great, just wasn't <laughs> great. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
But they've unlocked flying in a lot of the old zones where if you hadn't done it previously, now you can, which is cool. Mm. Um, they made the allied races a good bit easier to get if those interest you. If you want to be a, a fox person, you can you can do that. Uh, which... Tell me more. Now I'm interested. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather tell me, not. Uh, listen. <laughs> I'd rather not tell you more. What is the... What's... <laughs> can I lift up the tail? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you be a cat boy? I'm going to go uh, back to our roleplay server that we used to be on and become a, a fox person who marks their territory aggressively. Aggressive. <laughs> I'm scenting all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting uh, anyways i'm done talking about this now thanks for ruining it you're this welcome topic. you're welcome this, this is what happens job. when anime people talk about world of war it's yeah. my job to take everything you love and make you not love make it, it not make it not yeah. so anymore thanks um, <laughs> it's not a hard job honestly no yeah <laughs> Just make Tyler love anything, and eventually he will get mad at it. Yeah, just bring up Fox people. Every... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. There is a direct correlation between how much Tyler loves something and how angry he gets playing it. That's very true. <laughs> that is very true. They, <laughs> they, they steeply incline and then immediately fall off. Yeah, immediate, it's like a roller coaster. Um. Cool. Uh, well, I, any any other news? Do we have anything? No. The rest of the world is recognizing phasmophobia. Uh, yeah, I, I noticed. We managed to be yeah. like a week or two early on that one, I guess. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it seems like phasmophobia is well-loved, which is, yeah. I mean, cool. That game deserves a lot of money. Uh, it's a unique idea. It's a good execution. They need to add a lot more stuff to it because I think... I we can probably all agree it's starting to feel pretty samey although it's still it's still creepy like never stops being creepy but um there's a there's this new game that i i just saw today uh that seems to kind of follow along that same vein but it is i believe it's a single player only experience uh Mm. it's called um uh, visage i think it is Mm. oh yes i know about this and man it looks really cool you're in a house and shit just changes it's like a psychological uh like a PT. horror yeah PT yeah horror. yes yeah um and uh, i think it's also uh vr um i could be wrong you just I said the I, I magic actually... the magic three words to make me not interested in <laughs> yeah no no i think I, I i am wrong i am wrong it is not was pt clone one of those Yes. <laughs> yes. Single player uh, PT clone. Oh, oh, our our good friend uh B Paul and Tran already own this game, so we can ask them. Ah, sure. About it. We'll I think it's uh I might be wrong, Will, but I think this is the game with the mirrors that we watched that play through. Uh, maybe it was like Abby playing it or something from Giant Bomb. Uh Oh. I think uh, that's the game. I, I can't quite remember because I think I saw that scene also in like a critical gameplay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I. Um, it's so hard to keep track. There's so many like random uh, low budget horror games or like low budget horror movies, and that a million of them come out every single day, and about three of them are worth your time. Uh, I could agree that, with even that, that. I think. Yeah, even that might be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Generous. Like it's. Asmophobia is not quite scary to me yet. I'll, I'll no, admit yeah. that. 
a lot of the a lot of the like kind of fake spook stuff is like very uh theatrical on my end but like i i'd like to see it be more scary it i think the thing that's scary is the on is the the kind of build up like the build up is the best part of that where you're getting everything ready and you're not really sure what's going on and and you know, once once the ghost has come out like one, I mean, once it's come out once, you're like, all right, this is, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah uh, you don't, you don't want you you want a little bit of like, yeah, a little bit of you don't want the ghost to just come straight out, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. right out like just out the gate, ghost, boom, yeah, yeah. Have, Although I mean, that happens work up to the ghost rarely enough that when it does happen, it's kind of surprise. Like, I yeah. Mean, there's been some there's been some good surprises in us playing that game here and there. Um and the last time I played on the asylum level um it was hell. Like we had a really aggressive ghost that was really far in this place. So there were there were like it, it, like making it from the room back to the truck and vice versa was like a gauntlet. Like you were basically like, okay, we're hiding every few minutes, which is an interesting, it's like different. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's different than how it is that if you're playing in one of the smaller environments. Um, and I think that kind of stuff is really cool. Uh, I also had a moment where, um, you know, up until now, basically the, the, what we do is usually we close the door and we hide and the ghost generally gives up and goes away. Now they they do some ghosts do phase through doors, it seems like, um, but that happens so rarely that you're kind of you you generally you feel pretty safe when you do that. And I had a moment the other day where I closed the door and I was waiting on my own in the asylum and I I somehow got separated from everybody else and I was like I was like ah everything's gonna be cool and it was really weird. Because the ghost came through the door, looked at me, and then turned around and left. I was, I think I was streaming. I was literally like, ah! Like, I was, like, drinking or something. I was just like, what the fuck? And then he just went away. And I was like, oh, almost man. like, almost like, I'm sparing you this time, fucker. Yeah. Like, just like, goodbye. Like, it was, it was very entertaining. Tran happened to be yelling down the hall at the same time. So, I think somebody, somebody theorized that the ghost was distracted like it like went to investigate the the yelling but um i don't know that i believe that it's that i I don't know maybe i the way the ghost seems to work in that game it has very tunnel vision like once it's decided who it's going to kill during the beginning of a hunting phase it seems like that's the target yeah that's but yeah i don't know um i don't know know if this would throw off the feeling of that game but one thing i kind of wish they would do is like um have the walking mode be like a toggle it's like the same mechanic but and like you would want to to walk in certain cases but the way that you have you're like forced to walk really slow is like genuinely infuriating to me but i do get that it's like part of the experience i just think that there's other games that do that uh yeah where like you just kind of easily toggle between them i would prefer that in a lot of cases it seems like that's intended because they, they want the ghost to be able to outrun you but i don't know yeah Where is there even a point in having like a second move speed i feel like in that game there's not i feel like there should just be one yeah like a set move speed like, i think they nothing. could i think they could stand to just make the default walk a bit faster and then yeah. just leave it at that like that's it um yeah it's because... a little it's a little goofy because even when you are yeah. running from the ghost it's like you're basically like <laughs> oh, yeah it's the leonardo DiCaprio walking meme like um 
Yeah, no, for sure. It 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 is it is really silly. That whole game is really silly. Yeah. Uh man, th- these motherfuckers, this is another anecdote, so whatever, but w- the other night I was playing and um Merced had never seen that game before and he was watching us play and Jacob was describing it to them and he thought that the ghost when you talk into the talk into the the ghost the spirit box or whatever and it says, you know how it'll say like catch and then it'll throw something. Mhm. Um he thought that it was saying cash. <laughs> he what? was like, he thought he was like, a uh, ghost, are you there? What do you want? Cash. He thought oh, that's what it was saying. And they, I was like, you dumbass motherfucker. <laughs> like, of course, what, do you, what do you mean cash? It doesn't give a fuck. It's just fucking with you. It's saying catch. Yeah, it was, it was, it like infuriated me. Like everybody just believed him. I was like, you guys are literally all wrong. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah that game's that game's dumb that game's really stupid and i love it i i i it's it falls in the category of hell let loose which is a game that i think is extremely good that will become boring if they are not patching it fast enough to add new shit um yeah speaking of i just uninstalled that game i uninstalled that game a while ago but my internet's fast so i could have it downloaded again in 13 seconds but yeah my internet is not fast so that's like the tombstone yeah (laughs) yeah i need three to four business days to reinstall it (laughs) yeah yeah um you you reinstalling a game is like going into a, a library, like a physical location, yeah. and getting like going through, <laughs> dusting off the tome. <laughs> There's a spider trapped in between the pages. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, maybe. Right. Do you guys? Uh, everybody, good. We need to take a break or anything, or how, how are we feeling? Good. Um, talk about some great. games that you played quickly and then maybe we'll i i gotta go get a phone case before D tonight so <laughs> so you don't drop your phone you're not gonna you're not gonna order one like a normal person well like, i mean physically go. the apple store is like 15 minutes from here i'm just gonna go and but 15 minutes may as well be fucking a mile it probably is a mile <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna walk there taking the bus uh yeah but um Anybody been playing anything they want to talk about? Or... Uh, briefly talked about it already, but I've been playing Mortal Shell. Uh, pretty good. Yeah. Enjoying it so far. Still very, very early on. So You going to see that it, through? So. You going to finish see. it? But, uh, doubtful. Um... <laughs> I value the honesty. Yeah, I, 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 I don't <laughs> finish video games. That's, that's Finally, somebody me. else. That's the thing about me is I'll, I'll get about three quarters. I'll, I'll get about three quarters of the way through that game and then I'll stop if <laughs> that far. Um, Will's about to explode. Yeah. You're going to play that game for two more hours and then immediately forget about it. Yeah, probably. Um, uh, we played a little bit of Tarkov. That was fun. That was a good time. Yeah. yeah we need to get. We do. Tyler and I played for a few days uh, consecutively as well. And. Um, yeah, I I'm really starting to see the enjoyment in that game, uh, which I think I think that game really only becomes good if you're willing to play it at almost every day. Like you just have to hone yeah. your understanding of how that game works. It's yeah. it's it's something that is like I'm gonna do a raid or two every day to keep my keep my Tarkov vision sharp because the way that game functions is so confusing and weird and unlike anything else 
and yeah. the mechanics and the systems and you kind of just have to it has to become closer to second nature or you're just gonna have a bad time like yeah. we got hunted down in a way that i in in past times it, i would have fumbled and probably died and i fucking dome headshotted those two guys yeah and i was good. immediately like i am in this game now we're gonna play this forever like it was just like so <laughs> and then i couldn't loot one of the guys because what <laughs> I was bleeding. <laughs> I oh, God. oh yeah, you it. disconnected. You got disconnected yeah. and then you reconnected. Your body was so fucked up from your heavy yeah. bleed that you could This guy shot me in the ch- in the stomach and I bled so much that I it it blacked out all of my limbs and I couldn't climb up onto the surface where he was to loot his body after I killed him. So I just hobbled my way out of the extraction with nothing other than the satisfaction of having killed a man. <laughs> yeah. Video games are too violent. Yeah, no. yeah, I agree. And the <laughs> fact that I enjoyed killing them so much. <laughs> Your bloodlust is notorious on this show. Yeah. Tell me, tell me why they shot at me first. I mean, let's be real. I'm, I was, yeah. I was, what's the, uh, stand your ground? I was standing my ground. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh no. Oh, let's, uh, Sean, what are you in playing? <laughs> Third party libertarian <laughs> candidate, uh, William Chandler <laughs> enters the race. <laughs> Oh god. Um no. I haven't been playing anything because I'm still working out my work life balance, apparently. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but hopefully next week. Word. Uh well I I just want to admit that the two games this week that I played were um I, I dusted off that aforementioned PlayStation 3. And uh, because it's the only platform that you can play the original Ratchet and Clank on. <laughs> Other than a PS2. you could, yeah, But I don't have one of those. So, uh, And um, that game's great. That game's great. So I'm playing that, and I'm playing Dragon Age 2. <laughs> two games that are 10 years old or older. Ratchet and Clank is from 2002, and uh, I think Dragon Age 2 is 2010. Hmm. Is that right? Sure. I think that's right. Came out like the same time as Mass Effect 2. A much better game. Hey, Google. Frankly. How old is Dragon Age 2? (laughs) Nine years old. 2011 initial release oh, date. Okay, You're pretty, right. pretty close. Thanks, yeah. Google. Yeah, yeah, you know less. You know less than an artificial intelligence. I think that's by design, my friend. You dingus. They're they. Listen, the Patriots. Okay, let me tell you about. Let me tell you about Hideo Kojima predicting the future. All right, I almost I I. Uh, I had a thought, like, I, I was thinking about that. Why was I thinking about this? I don't know. I was thinking about how Death Stranding was a prediction of the future. And then it got me to thinking about how Metal Gear Solid 2 was a prediction of the future. And and I almost brought this up to a person <laughs> who I knew would not care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I, yeah. I, I like, oh, had, I was mean. like, I was like, I was like, with a, I was with a partner of mine. And I was making coffee, and I was like, I, I like just, you know, when you're in your head about random shit. And I was just standing there in the kitchen, and I started thinking about that. And I was like, oh man, the Patriots, <coughs> fake news, like all that shit, all of that shit. 
he it's in that video game from 2002 how did he do it and then i was just like i was literally like i want to talk about this so bad and i like looked at this person who i was about to subject to this and i made the conscious decision to just not i was just like i was just like i'm keeping this one to myself Dude, doing this person good. a fucking favor at least you're becoming self-aware that shows progress oh god <laughs> let's start the first hideo kojima church there's already one somewhere i'm sure oh, okay i'm gonna google uh, that immediately we're gonna join yeah, let's let's join yeah. hey google um, become sponsors. <laughs> yeah no it's uh what a world we're living in anyway um i also played a little bit of hades that game's okay just okay you know it's very beautiful i think the ways in which they contextualize doing multiple runs is really smart like you by running through that game and getting farther you get well actually let me let me say this by doing multiple runs you actually get more story like like i died to the first major boss twice and on the second and third attempts uh to get back there characters were saying different shit to me even though I had met them in the in the first run, and the boss will tell you different shit, hmm. like it's cool, it's that badass. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I think that game's really neat in that way. I don't like run based video games, so yeah. I'm kind of just like, all right, well, playing through the beginning of this game again is not really something I want to do right now. Um, do the characters like acknowledge that they've met you before, or is it yeah. like a fresh meet every time? No, yeah, they they acknowledge it. They're like, oh, they're like, haven't cool. you haven't you learned your lesson already? And you're like, no, let's fight. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting because I mean the story of that game is you are the son of of Hades, the the guy, mm-hmm. and uh, you are attempting to escape Hades, uh, mm-hmm. hell, mm-hmm. Uh, in order to um, uh, do something. They don't really make that clear. You just want to get out. Uh, and I assume that kind of thinking unfolds over time. But when you die, you just start over and your dad's like, my ungrateful piece of shit son, trying to leave <laughs> just, again. Like, just like my real dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, he, he, they, everyone acknowledges that you're dying over and over again. But, but you get gradually stronger by, by like just playing the game. Um, so it's not like you lose everything and start over. Um, you definitely feel like you're getting better each time uh both mechanically like you yourself are getting better but also your character does get stronger yeah um so it's cool um i i i'm only like four ish hours into that game so i'd need to play a lot more to really have like a, a strong verdict on it but i think the art direction and the 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 like super giant is the development studio when they make a video game it is you can guarantee going to be one of the most smartly designed things like it, it's just everything is so fine-tuned and just all the mechanics and systems and the menus and the sometimes even the story in relation to the way the gameplay works it, they're just everything is so beautifully intertwined it's like a perfect machine like it's it's wild um I, I would say that their games are as close as you can get to, like, objective perfection of the idea of what a video game should be. It's just, like, whether you like them or not. And I like some of them not at all, and some of them I like a lot. So it's it's interesting. But, hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's pretty... Uh, 
the achievement of such a small development studio making something that has this much dialogue and this much gameplay and this many different ways you can do things is is pretty impressive um kind of like disco elysium in that way like that game just oh man how did they how did they do that it's beyond me uh anyway i think i think that's it i think that'll do it i think so i think that'll do it that's uh that's a wrap this one's a maybe i don't know i guess an hour and 30 is kind of usually what we end up on huh yeah yeah thanks guys thanks for listening thank Thank you. you Thank you for thank you thank for talking. You. Who you who are talking, thank you for talking. You who are listening, thank you for listening. Thanks. We'll for be back po- podcasting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um if you so if you podcast is to podcast to be a podcaster or is it to listen to podcasts? Hmm. I think there's podcasters and there's podcastees or those who get podcasted upon. <laughs> those who have the podcast thrust upon them. Yeah. And those who thrust the podcast. Who thrust who do the thrusting. Yeah. I see. I see. So we're podcasters. Yeah. What are we? Are we gamers first or podcasters first? Finally, Ooh. I can tell people I'm a podcaster. Are we are we <laughs> humans? Or are we podcasters? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that's a good uh podcast title. title. That is a good I'll have to think I'll, I'll have to think on that, but I think that might be the winner. Uh, acknowledging the title of the podcast in the podcast i feel like makes me 300 percent less likely to do it like i think we had a good one last time and i specifically went with a different one because i thought it'd be funny to have in the episode you're like that's the podcast title and then it's not <laughs> then it's not but um uh, but this that one is that that's very good i'll i'll keep that in mind um cool thank you for your consideration yeah you're welcome you're welcome uh that's the title of the podcast now yes yes uh, as always, um, we'll we'll be back with more more talk about video games. I think uh, who knows we we might you know who we we seem to record on a on a pretty random schedule here, but I guarantee you the week that the consoles come out, there will be an episode of this podcast. Um, uh, that is the truth. God, that is bold. Unless we die before then. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Uh let's have an election night special. Let's have a let's have a let's record a podcast. <laughs> nothing nothing like uh fucking game game podcasters yep. holding an election night. Yep. Podcast. Everybody wants to hear our opinions on who yeah. to vote for. Yeah. I'm sure people If, if you don't go to the polls and write in Bernie Sanders' name, you are doing nothing for this country. Oh no. god. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> yep. Bye. That's the podcast. All right. Nice job, guys. Good work.